chapter 22, asking the spirit to leave. The cool autumn air picked up with the fallen leaves, sweeping them across our path. Wade and I jumped to my car to head to his family's house to enjoy a Thanksgiving dinner. Our plan was for me to join Wade for his Thanksgiving meal, grab a meal for his younger brother, drop Wade off at his new girlfriend's house, deliver the meal to his brother, then head back to our apartment where I would hang alone for the rest of the evening. The plan went swimmingly until I returned to the apartment. I did not want to spend the holiday stuck in the apartment basement alone watching Friends reruns in an old Christmas movie. I decided to shake the loneliness by heading to the local theater to watch one of my favorite books come alive, The Life of Pi. I drove down a main street road to see hundreds of people lined outside of Target, Best Buy, and other stores for Black Friday. Normally, I would not have been caught dead there attempting to get the best sales, or even out on Black Friday to enjoy the consumerism with the rest of the world. But on this night, without family or friends, I made a compromise. The large theater sat next to a mall and busier than I expected for the late night movie. I hustled from my car to the theater to avoid the rain, sheepishly stating, one for a life of pie at the ticket window, and slid my credit card underneath the glass. In return, I got my card and ticket and walked into the theater. I hid myself in the seat in the center of the theater as families and couples gathered on all sides around me for our viewing. I reminded myself over and over again that going to a movie theater alone does not mean I am inadequate or unloved. I lived in a fairly new area and I knew a minimal amount of people, especially since my classmates had left for Thanksgiving break. I sighed with relief as the movie theater lights dimmed. The movie began, and my mind focused on the movie instead of my singleness. Pai Patel, the main character, had numerous conversations with his parents about faith even at a young age. One of the opening scenes included this dialogue with his father. Pasin, you cannot follow three different religions at the same time, his father said. Why not? commented Pi. Because believing in everything at once is the same thing as believing in nothing at all. His mother stated, He is young. He is still trying to find his way. His father tried to explain to Pi how science explained the physical world without the need for religious meaning. Despite the father's efforts to guide his son, Pi continued to search. And within Pi's spiritual journey, I find myself identifying with his struggle to decipher what part of religion is true and what isn't. What could be taken from different religions in order to make sense of the world that we lived in? Even at 11 years old, Pi prayed this prayer. Thank you, Vishnu, a god of the Hindu religion, for introducing me to Christ. 
As a Christ follower, it seemed as though he was thanking one God for what the other did. Still, was it possible for one religion to validate another, or for someone to use multiple religions to find their inner peace? In the final scenes of the movie, Pi met a reporter to detail how he survived being at sea by himself as a young man with minimal supplies. Pi admitted to telling other reporters a storyline which involved other humans on his small boat instead of dangerous animals. It seemed as though some stories are unbelievable. Pi told the reporter this, Faith is a house with many rooms. The reporter questioned, But no room for doubt? Pi replied, Oh, plenty, on every floor. Doubt is useful. It keeps faith a living thing. After all, you cannot know the strength of your faith with until it is tested. What could be more believable? Pi surviving a lifeboat with a tiger or with other humans? The reporter chose the radical story because it took faith, which many other reporters failed to have. And despite the traumatic events Pi endured, which no one believed in anyways, Pi kept his faith through it all. At least a mixture of religions to make up his faith. And at one of the final scenes, the reporter inquired, I didn't know Hindu said amen. Pi replied, Catholic Hindus do. Tears flowed down my cheeks as I grew uncomfortable with the director's allowance of mismatching religions for the sake of spiritual sanity. I felt alone for being dumped into religion I struggled to keep faith in. Why couldn't I create for something myself just like Pi did? I wiped my tears with the sleeve of my sweatshirt before heading out of the movie theater. As the rain continued to pour, I ran to my vehicle and I whispered a short prayer. Jesus, if man can mismatch any religion they want to to satisfy their needs, then I can too. Or maybe religion is just make-believe. I don't want your gifting anymore, and I don't need your spirit. In two simple statements, I proclaimed a spiritual detachment from Jesus and his spirit who needed faith anyways I revved the engine leaving the theater behind the Black Friday's midnight rain welcomed me into my new spirituality freedom came but only for a moment and in the next the voices returned to demonize my very being Different tones, languages, screaming and whispered all entered into my ears at once. Worthlessness, insecurities, sexual, homicidal, and suicidal statements engulfed me. The voices did not leave a moment silent. You're disgusting. Go kill yourself. Slam into another car. You're pathetic. You're not man enough. You're nothing, bitch, faggot, man up. Come on. You know you want to die. Go ahead, get it over with, you idiot. Kill yourself. You're disgusting. Slam into another car. 
and on and on and on the voices went. The light rain turned into a downpour as all the visual images and words I had once experienced came back full fold. The faceless commander knew his next chance to kill me had come. Demons chanted over the other voices, It is time! It is time! It is time! I slammed on the gas pedal, speeding through the intersections in hopes of getting home faster. I screamed one explicit after another in an attempt to drown off the demons. And with all of my screams, the demons only got louder with the faceless commander mocking me in the background. I repeatedly pounded my fists against the steering wheel, hoping for some mental release. Fuck! Get out of my head! Stop it! Fuck off! I remembered Wade kept a handgun unlocked underneath his bed. The madness over my mind had come to an end. I continued to scream as my car flew past a red light onto the university's campus and I turned onto a road. My heart pounded, my hand shook as I pulled the car key out of the ignition that slammed the door right behind me. Now was the time to die. I raced through the building's front door and down two flights of stairs. This is going to fucking happen. Fuck everyone. Our apartment door stood slightly open. I pushed the door open in a shock to see Wade standing in the living room. Our eyes locked. Why did he return? Why couldn't he have stayed at his girlfriend's house? Wade ruined the plan. Wade ruined my fucking suicide plan. Where were you, Nate? Wade inquired. Immediately, my eyes filled with water and overflowed. I kept shaking my head in amazement. Why did Wade have to return? I covered my face and walked into the bedroom and sat on the edge of the mattress. Why did it come to this again? Why couldn't this just happen? Wade ruined my suicide plan. Tears did not stop flowing as I violently shook, unable to control my emotions. Nate, did someone die? Questioned Wade. I briefly looked up to see him standing in the doorway. I shook my head no, but in a way, I had died. I could not catch my breath to let Wade know what had happened. In shame, I covered my face, recognizing what it meant to have the Holy Spirit leave me. I had welcomed insanity. No peace or love could be found there. How could this be? Wade pulled me into his chest and rocked me as I cried uncontrollably for hours. He rubbed my back and kept reminding me it would be okay. And in disbelief, I kept shaking my head, unable to restate what had just happened. Why did God himself? Why did Jesus want to keep me alive. Thank you.